Welcome to Worst Ever Podcast. Yes, welcome. Oh, that was actually, I got that one out. I didn't interrupt. <sighs> I'm your host, Christine Lincoln. Welcome to Worst Ever Podcast. I'm your host, Ala Khaled. Today on the podcast, we have some of your old friends. We have some old, old friends. One's really old, and the other one's younger, but she's a dear friend of mine. Her name is Randy Heller. You might know her from The Karate Kid. Oh, yeah. Mad Men. She's an Emmy nominee. My God, you have fancy friends. Uh, And then my other friend, Lauren Frost, you might remember her from Even Stevens. Sure. That was that show with Shiloh... Shia LaBeouf? Shia. I always want to say Shiloh. Yeah, I don't know who Shiloh is. Amphitheater. <laughs> and she's a musician, singer. She has a band. We'll talk about that. But I know them both from Barbara Streisand 2000 tour. Drop that name. Barbara Streisand, Timeless. Because you were on that tour with them. With them. And we're going to talk all Barbara stories about our experience. I love me some Babs. Let's do it. You know what I noticed? That we've had a lot of Emmy nominees, Tony nominees. Mm. We have not had any winners. God, we are losers. Completely. You know, coming in second is just losing. So please welcome Randy Heller and Lauren Frost. The worst moments of our life. Hey girl, hey, that's bad. Uh, so speaking of like worst ever experiences That is the worst ever I don't feel so good How bad can I be? <laughs> and we feel the pain is best served funny Hi you guys, thank you so much for being here We got Randy Heller and Lauren Frost, dear friends of mine I haven't seen Lauren, I haven't seen you in I don't even know how long It's been at least 15, Has 16 really? years yeah. Oh my god How I old still, are you now? I can still barely see you because my contact just fell out of my well, eyeball Don't make your problem my problem You look great out of my left eye <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> he needs a little Vaseline on the lens anyway. Yeah. So, and then Randy. Okay, Randy's old. You, you have, have to, to use, use the mic- microphone. You have to, yeah. I'm getting old. Okay, Randy's old, and, and so I'm yeah. not old. I'm getting old. Well, you're old. You look fabulous. Did I? Did you just say your age? Because I don't believe that. I you swear, really. I'm How old are you? Seventy. Seven zero. So, so crazy, fabulous. Man. I mean, like I can't. Okay, here's that. the deal, guys. If you don't remember Randy, one of like. The iconic roles that you had was Karate Kid, the movie. Wax on, wax off. That's right, Ralph Macchio. Or someone of my friends say, wax on, whack off. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But here's the deal. It's like, you started on Broadway. I did. Broadway. Broadway. Oh, stop it. That's how you say it. I know, but I'm trying to correct that. My husband, everybody's like, forget it. Okay. Okay, Broadway. But you did... Um, did you do hair or did you you did some you did some hair what show did you do did you, Jesus Grease. Christ huh Grease, Grease. oh God that's spell. right Godspell oh. that's it Grease no it's Grease 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 that's right and then Lauren yes you started as a child actor yeah I started with, with you guys it was your first job oh, well first God. big gig yeah so the first gig that I met and the only time I worked with Lauren was with should we all say it together, guys? Barbara Streisand. Streisand with an S. That's correct. And did you play a young Barbara? I did. Wow. Yeah. The show's called Timeless. You can catch it, find it. And remember, yes. that was going to be her swan song well, 17 years ago. Right. That's right. right. And she's every- had several swan songs since then. Absolutely. But I have to say, I've seen a couple of the shows after ours, and ours was the best. Did you get yes. invited? Did you go? I, Richard J. Alexander invited me to a few of them. Really? Yeah. Did you sit on stage? No. Were you next to Barbara? Lauren, did you? <laughs> no. 
Okay, I'm like, wait, am I missing something? <laughs> no, no, I I'm had... just jealous. I missed those. Well, I kept in touch with Richard. Richard J. Alexander was directing us the second part of our tour. Right. He didn't start with us, and I sort of maintained a friendship with him a couple of years later. Um, I haven't seen him in a long time, but yeah. So we all had very different experiences with the Streisand uh, tour, Timeless. Mm-hmm. Yes. All, by the way, we all say this was the best job we ever had in our lives. I mean, for me, it was. Absolutely. Yep. So How much long fun. did this go on from start to finish? A year. It yeah. was like a year on and, and a half, half for a year. It? Yeah. Was yeah, it a year we started and a half? in November of 99. Right. Our first show was in Las Vegas for the millennium. New Which years. was supposed to be first and last show. Right, because yeah. we didn't know they had. Well, we'll get into that. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get. We'll start from the audition. You process. thought it was just the Vegas. Rand and I thought it was just the Vegas. We were just hired for the Vegas. Same. We'll get into that. Oh. Um. I'm so with- it ended up being a year and a half of nothing but fucking fun. Not only that, the greatest hotel rooms. Oh yeah. Uh. No food though. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. No Our food. first day of rehearsal, Randy and I walk up. We don't even know each other. And we go, because working on television and movie sets, Craft. the first place you go to is, where's Crafty? You check it Where out. Where the sure. fuck yeah, is Crafty? This that, could be good or bad. Right. right. So we get there, and we both arrive at the same time. I remember walking into the building at Raleigh Studios in Manhattan Beach. Right. We get there to say, I remember her walking out of her car. I'm walking out of my car. We both smile at each other. We have no idea who each other is because we didn't audition together. Right. This is your meet cute. <laughs> your meet cute. Yeah. yeah. And we both smile at each other. And I don't know if she's working on the show as like production, if she's like a manager. I have no idea. She has no idea who I am. We both go to the craft service table and we're like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and, be, you know, be aware that if we remember this, there was a 75 piece orchestra. Correct. Right? Also rehearsing. And there was with you. one. Well, no, they didn't rehearse with us in the beginning. I see. It was just, the, it was the just sec- Marvin. I thought it was the second day that that 75 piece orchestra came. Uh-uh. No? No, that was later in the oh, okay. rehearsal oh process. Right. right, Lauren? I don't so, know. I'm glad you guys remember all the I details. Oh, I have all the details okay. ingrained in my head. Good. No, so we walk up to the craft service table, and literally there's beef jerky, MMs, <laughs> and, a little and chips some coffee. Yeah. yeah, and that's it. And we're like, we're not. By the way, we're there all day. We're there like 12 hour, 12, 14 yeah. hour days. Yeah. Did you right. think you were on the wrong set or something? We just was like, maybe there's another. Maybe, maybe they're serving. Bring, maybe they'll come out. Maybe they're bringing <laughs> catering. Yeah. We didn't know what was happening. No. So we're like, okay, it was weird. Now, Randy at the time had, if you don't mind me getting no. personal. No, no, no. She had just uh, finished my last finished chemo. Finished her last chemo. So she had really, really. Wow. Short hair. No, I had no hair. I was bald. Well, you had short hair at the time that I met no, you. No, no, I was bald and I was wearing a wig, remember? No, Lauren. I mean, Randy. Listen you to me. You can't even remember who oh my I God. am. Listen, oh, no, no. Randy, the what first hair? day you showed up without your wig. No. Yes, you did. No, no, you got this all wrong. Though. No, Could you're I take a- over, please? Oh, my God. Go yeah, please. Go ahead. The first day I came with a wig and a cap. <laughs> You don't remember. You don't remember this. I promise you, right now, you did on the first day. You did not show up with a wig, because on that first day, yeah, they go to you. Where's your wig? Oh, I was wearing a beret. You're right. You're right. You're they right. They were like, you're right. "Where's your wig?" Right. And she's like, "Well, I didn't bring a wig because they're like, but you auditioned. They were with uncomfortable. The wig. Yeah. 
They said, uh, she goes, I didn't bring a wig because I just assumed that for the show you'll be supplying a wig. Right. <laughs> That's right. It's rehearsal. Yeah, it's just rehearsing. Yeah. Right. You're right. You're and right. And so you got in a little bit of panic because you're like, we, there was never a moment where we were not panicked. We were like, we're going to get fired. We always thought we were going to get fired. Yeah, that I remember. That yeah. part I remember. We always thought we were going to no, get fired. No, you're right. I had a beret because yeah. I thought that would cover my baldness. Yeah. I don't think I had much hair. But anyway, you had a my very little hair, I remember. Very little bit of hair. And Barbara Streisand's assistant came over to me <laughs> and Renata? she said, Excuse me. I don't think, was it Renata? I don't remember no, which I don't one. No, it wasn't Renata. Renata, it was the other one. And she said, can I talk to you for a minute? And I said, of course. And I go, oh, crap, I'm going to get fired already. I haven't even, like, eaten, a, you know, an M&M yet. So, because <laughs> that's all we had. So, she said, uh, Barbara's a little upset. Oh, why? She said, because she needs to see the wig on you. She's, like, a very visual person. She's No, she's method. Yeah. She's a method actress. Correct. And she must see that you look like her mother. Because that was a big thing in the casting, right? That, I mean, Allah said from his story, it was all about having the bow tie, the sweater vest. Like, he had to be that person in her mind. Exactly. Exactly. So it threw her that she didn't see the wig and that she couldn't act unless she saw the wig. Oh, you know? wow. Yeah. So I was fucked because I didn't have the wig. I'm not sure. Maybe it was in my car and I, read, I said, no, well, you didn't have tomorrow it. I'll, I'll make bring. sure to bring the wig. And then I did. Yeah, but we know? both looked at you and were like, are they not going to supply a wig? I remember there was one moment where they're like, well, how much is a wig? <laughs> no, you, no, because I had to play... Um, Shirley McLean, so they had to get another wig. Oh, just for rehearsal, probably. Just for, rehearsal. just for rehearsals. Just God. so and she could. I was told there's not enough money in the budget. I said, <laughs> but the wigs are like thirty nine ninety nine. I could just like run down and get, so get a just, wig. Just so we're clear, Randy played Barbara's mother, Lauren played young Barbara, and I played her first recording studio, uh, her mother's Compass. first recording studio a accompanist. accompanist. Yeah. And... The whole story of Timeless, it's sort of like a biography of her life in the sense of where, how she became Barbara Streisand, essentially. So I was the first person that told her she'd never make it in the business because what her- Oh, you were cast as an asshole? Correct. That is shocking. (laughs) So because what her mother, when her mother had extra time on her recording sessions, she would give it to young Barbara to to record. So she essentially recorded- her first album at like 12, right? Yeah, I think it was supposed to be 12 or 13. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to go back real quick into our auditions because we auditioned separately. Lauren, what was your audition? Um, I didn't know what I was auditioning for. None of us did. Right. It was put down in the breakdowns as a pilot. I was... M- movie of the week called Maybe Marsha. Yeah. <gasps> Maybe Marsha. you merry man. Give oh my me God. Um, I remember that now. Yeah, I was like fresh face to L.A., Coming out of theater in Chicago, I, you know, this was my first time auditioning in Hollywood. So I didn't even know, like, how it goes. And I go into this room and I sang a little song. And do you remember Greg Smith, casting director? Oh, casting director, do I, yeah. I, I, he's the reason why I got the part. Yeah, he's the greatest man. I love that guy. Um, 
He he welled up. He grabbed his heart and started to cry, and he <gasps> left the room. My mom is waiting for me in the waiting room. Like, wow, they are really into this maybe Marsha thing. Yeah, 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 totally. And and <laughs> I thought I was like giving the man a heart attack. My mom is a nurse, and so she, he's like sits down next to her, and she's like, "Are you okay?" And then he was just saying like, I don't know what he said, but he was overwhelmed. He was. And you had no idea that you were actually singing. No. I, On I, tape. I it was a Barbra Streisand. No, I think I sang "Someone to Watch Over Me." Just like a standard right. song. Because my audition was completely different. Greg Smith, I think, thought I was an asshole. Okay. Mm-hmm. And which is, is the reason why I think I got the role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I, everyone, when I arrived in the room, first of all, they, my agents were like, it's a movie of the week called Maybe Marsha. There's sides. The sides are horrible. <laughs> Do you want to go in on this? And I'm like, yes, I want to go in on it. I mean, who am I to turn down an audition? So I get there, I was going through, I had a really bad day, and I get there, and it was at like some old commercial casting office. Right. Very small room. Right, screen, off La Cienega. Screen, Screenland? Was it was it like no. Pip. Fold out table. Oh, yeah. yeah. And there was a cut out uh, image, you know, cut, cut, cut out cardboard mm-hmm. of a child, of a, 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 per, a girl, a girl. Oh, really? Yeah, like your size. So that when we went in, we had oh. to I compare. Didn't, I oh, didn't have she that. said, stand next to this girl. I think it was probably for the stand mothers. Stand next to this cardboard. I think it was oh, for the mothers because okay. yeah. I didn't have that. So I came in with jeans and a t shirt. Everyone in the room, in the waiting room, was wearing bow ties, oh, no. dress shirts, and slacks. I was just such in a bad. I was in such a bad mood that I was like, I don't fucking care. This, I, who cares? Right. This doesn't even right. sound like a legit audition. Right. So. I, um, I'm looking at everybody going, oh, I'm totally out of place here. And there was a piece of a song that they wanted us to learn called um, You'll Never Know. Oh, yeah. And I didn't even learn it. So I kept asking the assistant at the casting office, I'm like, what is this for? She was like, I can't tell you, but, you know, sign in. Nah, nah, nah. So I wait. I'm waiting like 45 minutes, and I look at her. I go, listen, I think I'm going to leave because – a, I don't think I'm right for this, and I don't know what this is about. It's just something's not right. She's like, well, you're next. You might as well stay. <gasps> you're kidding. So I stayed. I went in, and Greg goes, do you have any questions? And I said to him, well, the only question I have, you can't a- answer, so let's <gasps> just do this. No. Because I, ha- I thought this was like totally fake, like – this production is never happening, whatever it is. This is bullshit, you know, some sort of like European funded sc- scam, right? So I'm like, the only question I have, you can't answer, so let's just do this. Oh my God. And then he goes, Did you learn the song? And I go, Nope. He goes, <gasps> booked it. You booked it. Okay. Book him. He goes, Okay. And he goes, Well, it goes like this. And he sings, I go, Okay, I got it. Thanks. I do it. He goes, Hold on a second. Let me make sure. I have this recorded. It's like it got on tape. I was like, no problem. I leave. I don't think anything of it. Three weeks later, three, four no, weeks later. that long? Yeah. No, I must have auditioned close to it. She, I get a call saying from my agent saying, hey, remember that maybe Marsha audition? Well, you got a call back, but we have to tell you, it's they've narrowed it down to two people. Whoa. And you're one of them, but it's not a movie of the week. It's... To go on tour with Barbara Streisand, and I go fuck off, and I hang up. I hang up on my agents. They call back. And they go, Are, "Did you really? hang up on us?" Uh huh. They go. I go. There is no way that Barbara Streisand is attached to this material. She's like, "That's not the material that you're going to be reading." It was just to sort of like get the gist of the character. 
They're going to give you new sides when you get to Barbara's house. <laughs> uh, in two days, you're going to be picked up. You'll meet at Greg Smith's house, oh, yeah. and you'll ride to the audition in Malibu at Barbara's house. So, Did you pee your pants? I was dying. Oh, so then they go, and they're requesting that you wear a bow tie. <laughs> A dress shirt, and slack, a wig, and a sweater vest. <laughs> I go, where am I going to find a sweater vest this time of year? <laughs> right? So, I had no idea. I can't say anything to anybody. I have no idea when, what the sides are. I'm freaking out. I'm going to Barbara's house. I get to Greg Smith's house because we're going to be driven to Barbara's with right. Greg, John the driver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I get there. I knock on the door, and I was like, "Hey, I'm here." <laughs> And behind Greg is the other guy. Oh, awkward. oh, he was already in. The he was room. already in. The room. Oh, okay. He was already at the house. But you I thought knew you were driven at, together. No, we, no. I'm, I'm talking about when I get to Greg's house right. because oh, we're oh, leaving right, from right, Greg's right, right, house. Right, right, right. Oh no, you knew him by the bow tie. So yeah. I'm like, who's? He introduces me to the other guy's name. I can't remember his name. Let's just call him Jason for sure. now. Sure, bow tie too competition. <laughs> I'm like, hi, and he's like, so yeah, this is. Um, he is also auditioning for the. And I go, okay, great. So I have to ride. With this guy and the other woman who was auditioning to play the mother. We get to Barbara's house and it's like, um, Christine, it's literally like, remember when Annie first gets to Daddy Warbucks house? And like the gates open. The gates and open. And the assistants run yeah. down. And there's like I all these assistants with like little, like and they're like, you know, here. in pencil skirts and like having you sign every <laughs> confidentiality agreement possible. And they shuffle us to, I think it was called Grandma's house. Yep, it was Grandma's house. Where all her awards are and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they go, <laughs> they go, just have a seat. Kenny Ortega will be right with you. Um, and he'll give you the new sides. So I get, so we're sitting there. I'm with, by the way, the car ride all the way up there. The guy that I was auditioning against is best friends with like Greg. They'd work together on like 10 oh, that's projects. That's the worst. So they were like, remember when we did this and this and this? And I'm like, <laughs> For third like an wheel. Hour. I'm like, fuck, you know, the whole time. <laughs> so then. When I we're in the room, Kenny Ortega walks in. You know how he enters a room. <laughs> I'm here. Everything is magical, right? Magical. He drops his satchel. You know, it's a whole thing, right? Yeah. So he gets, he hands out the sides. He's like, let's read it together. So he's reading it with this guy in front of me and then reading it with me, no. which is even more awkward, right? So now I'm hearing the other guy audition. So then he goes to the other, he goes to both of us. Do you guys want to go over it again? And the other guy's, being the actor that he is, because I would have done the same thing, goes, no, I'm going to just step away and do it on my own for a little bit. And I look at Kenny and go, I'd love to go over it again with you. Because I know he's directing it. So he's going to give me feedback. Smart move. So he, I read with him. They bring in the other mother. And they bring in the other guy first. They're back in like 15 minutes. The mother stays in to wait for me. I go in. I walk through the kitchen. There's this guy with like, um, you know those brawny shirts, like the plaid from the brawny towels? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's wearing a brawny. And he looks like he's eating chunky soup or something, like a really thick soup. And he's on a laptop and he stands up towering and it's James Brolin. Of course it is. And he's like, nice to meet you. And then I look across in a cow neck 
coral chenille sweater <laughs> with the glasses <laughs> with the chain. She's leaned against the couch like this. Draping, she, draping she on the couch. She stands up and I'm like slow motion walking to her like, oh my God, I'm about to go feet, fucking meet Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand. <laughs> she goes, thank you so much for coming. I go, are you kidding me? Thank you. You know, so we do it. We read, I read with the mother. Kenny's like, hey, because I'm Alec, you know. Right. He goes, Kenny, he goes, Alec, why don't you read it with Barbara? And Barbara turns to him and she goes, well, I don't, I'm not playing this part. She goes, but it's you. Read it with them. So I go, okay. So she sort of fumbles with the lines and sort of makes up her own lines. So I start improving a little bit. And she goes, oh, that's good. Let's write that down. And then, then she's like, hold on. Can we get a recorder? I'm going to record this. So she starts recording it. And I'm going... Either she's loving me or they're going to steal everything I'm giving them, right? <laughs> it's, I'm in there for almost an hour. Wow. We're rewriting the scene. I walk out. I walk back to the grandma's house and the other guy's like white in the face. He's like, where have you been? <laughs> and I was like, oh, you know, we're just doing it. We're just, you know, fixing it up and the scene. He's like, but you were there for so long. I go, yeah, we were just like rewriting it and stuff. And Bowtie number two now has a lot of flop sweat happening. Yeah. We're on the way. Now we're in the car. It's silence. It is awkward silence. Me and him are in the back seat. So he didn't even read for them? No, he did. He oh. came back within 10 minutes. Right, okay. And I was there for like almost an hour. We're on our way down and um, the phone rings. Greg's phone rings. And I, I just have a strange feeling it's something about me. He rings, it rings, and I hear Greg go, uh-huh, okay, yeah, I'll ask. All right, okay, thanks. Click. About two minutes go by on the car ride. Now, mind you, we're driving back from Malibu to West Hollywood. He goes to the other guy, hey, Jason. <laughs> where are you from? And he's like, well, what do you mean? He goes, like, what's your background? And he goes, I'm just, I'm, a, I'm white. You know, he goes, like, oh, okay. Alec, how about you? And I go, well, I'm Israeli. He goes, oh, you're Israeli? And I go, yep. I'm Israeli as it gets. <laughs> Mind you, Whoa. I'm Palestinian. Alec Led is my stage name. Allah Mohammed Khaled is my real name. <laughs> but I just felt like something was up. And he goes, oh, okay, because we thought you were Lebanese. And I go, nope, I'm Israeli. Get the call the next day that I booked it. Whoa. And don't cut your hair. That was the note. So do you think if you said you were Palestinian, no, you would I, 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 I think what it was, because we discussed this earlier, is that Barbara is such a visual person and method that if it, she doesn't believe it, it doesn't exist, right? right? right, right. So, I mean, and we learned that through the show right. with your tights mm-hmm. to my bow tie to whatever it is. It's got to feel real to her. It's mm-hmm. got to that these people are real people in her lives. Right. So I don't think it was a race thing. I think that there, there was a moment. Which, by the way, I'm Palestinian, which is Israel. It's the same country, so it's a pseudo right. lie. But right. you know, pseudo lie. Yeah. Which turns out, once we're on tour, how I was like freaking out because I have to get airline tickets and hotel rooms in my real name. <laughs> you thought you were going to get revealed. <laughs> I was like, this is it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever called you by your real name for that reason because I was like told his name is Alec. Don't mess it up. Call him Alec. 
like yeah. the whole time. Yeah. I'm, well, I still, people call me Alec. Everyone from that time period of my life call me Alec. Randy, what was your audition? Okay. I was supposed to be in that car with you guys because, you know, right. nobody could know where she li- lived. I mean, right. that was really right. important. But the fact was, I was going to see my kids. You know, I, I had a vacation planned and I wouldn't break it. I said, I'm sorry. I don't care if it's Barbara Streisand or whoever. I'm not, I'll, I'll take myself because you're, you're, you were going to go days later and I was already supposed to go on my trip. So I said, if she can't see me, you know, when I need to be there, then, then I'm not doing it. So um, I drove myself to uh, Barbara Streisand's house with that imposing gate. And uh, somebody came to the gate to meet me. They brought me to Streisand's grandma's house. I opened the door. She's standing there. And I said to myself, don't be overwhelmed because I'm sure she just wants to feel comfortable with people that she's going to work with. So I just went, hey, Barbara, how you doing? (laughs) And I went in and I read with her. And um, I walked out and Kenny comes running after me. And he goes, I think she's going to book you. She really likes you. Oh, that's that was great. it. That was the whole thing. But when I went into audition in that little room yeah. with Greg Smith, yeah. you know, and he had this table and he had this cutout figure of you. And it wasn't you, but yeah. it was your size. And I'm My saying to Greg, I said, what the fuck is I, I said, I got to know what I'm auditioning for. He goes, I can't tell you. I said, oh, come on. What is it? And there was a picture on his little card table and it was turned over. And he reached over, and he turned it, and he flipped it, and he goes, because it's her. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And I went, oh, that's Barbara Streisand. <laughs> so he said, yes, and we can't tell anybody. That's a good Greg Smith impression. Isn't that funny? That's how we talk. And I said, oh, well, okay, and what would I be playing? You would be playing her mother. And uh, that's how it happened. It was a pretty easy way for me so we got booked on this job your audition was what did you go to her house and sing oh yeah well were there other girls in contention oh yeah there was i started out went to the the little casting place sang for greg thought i gave him a heart attack and i didn't and then i had to go back home to chicago because my time was up in la like my parents i was young i had begged them to come here to audition for tv and film stuff and we planned on like a month of being here over my summer break from school and then had to go back to Chicago. My agent at the time was like, do you have to go back? Are you sure? Because she might get a call back. And so I did the, I did several callbacks from Illinois and before I had to fly back out to meet Marvin Hamlish and sing for him. But in those callbacks in between meeting Greg, I still didn't know what it was, but they were sending me, um, music like, um, scores, actual scores and they had um uh whited out like barbara's name everything marvin's name and it was just this music that i had to learn and my dad's a musician so he had a little recording studio so we would i would sing and record the demos but i remember like vividly my dad and i like trying to hold the sheet music up to the light to see through the the white out and we're like i think that says does that say no way you know like freaking out because 
We still right. thought it was a weird. I thought it was a pilot. It was a movie of the week. Like, I, yeah. who the heck is maybe Marsha? And then little clues, like it just kept leading up to me finding out but like they would send me these sides they sent me sides and i had to learn a, a it said a brooklyn jewish accent um and in the vein of funny girl so i'm like i already like watched i know funny girl but i was re-watching funny girl to get this accent um so that's you know you put some pieces together we were like holy <laughs> shit yeah because we were I, it was one open audition and not and not open but like through agents and then one callback and that was it and then yeah. booked the job same with you. And I then, was the only one there, actually. At the well, because audition. the other mother was already on her wa- en route w- with me. Yeah, right, right, right. And she sa- I remember her saying to me, she goes, after my read, because we were walking back together, she goes, you're so much better than that other guy. Oh, wow. I was like, girl, don't tell me. <laughs> no one plays New York Jew better than me. Yeah. Right. So um, so then we booked the job. Uh-huh. I'm over the moon because a i love theater i know it's going to be like we're not talking like a theater in new york we're talking like venues like the mgm stadiums Stadiums. and so we were only hired to do it was supposed to be the new year's eve special at the state at the at the mgm grand the mgm grand this is y2k too we all thought we were gonna die after the concert yeah las vegas the last concert ever for the millennium (laughs) we rehearsed for what i think it was six weeks in in la every day except for like i think we had one day off a week um at raleigh studios and in the middle of it we we just automatically bonded. By the way, Sevion Glover, the tap artist, yeah. was playing Brother Time. So mm-hmm. he was fantastic. Oh my god. We lucked out. Unbelievable. So And Marvin Hamlish. And Marvin Hamlish, yeah. who was our God rest his soul, was Oh my God, I love him so and much. The sweet sweetest heart. man nicest, ever. Most Everyone talented. on the tour was fantastic. Maybe. I know you've heard rumors about Barbara, how mm-hmm. she can be a tyrant. This was not the case for us, so we can't speak it otherwise. No. She was lovely, and and I'll get to those stories too because it changed, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, no, because because we were just hired to play these roles, right? It was first of all, everyone should know that Barbara showed up to every rehearsal every day. She came to the afternoon rehearsal. She showed up every. There wasn't oh, yeah. a day that she missed. She sang the full concert every single day. She's a professional. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Oh, oh, Christine's here. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm I'm via satellite. Um, <laughs> via satellite. <laughs> so, but I want to know about. So she's doing that, and she's also notorious for having the worst stage fright ever. She talks about it. Did you ever get that no. sense from her? I did. Like I, when you were performing? I didn't. Yeah, I did. I experienced it once before. And that's where I'm going to get to. You remember when we did the um, we did a test concert for all her friends and yes. family. Yeah, right. So like the Gary Marshall was there, right. uh, Penny Marshall was there. I think Rosie was there. No, not Rosie. But, but it was like Gary the Marshalls and like Kenny G, and then her dentist, right? And her mother. <laughs> and her mother. And yeah, a it was wheelchair. Just, yeah. So we did like this practice concert. The set wasn't even finished, and there was eleven elevators on. The stage. And in the original rehearsals and opening, I came up in the opening with the piano on the center elevator. 
So I shared below stage with Barbara. This is our first time ever doing this. And I go, she looks at me right before I'm, because I do the first scene with Randy and Lauren. And right before I'm about to go up, she goes, oh, Alec, if I can get through this, we're going to be okay. I just need to get through this. And she was sort of like, you know, she was really nervous. And I'm like, I look at her and I go, Barbara, I can't talk to you right now. (laughs) No, you didn't. I swear to God. I go, I am freaking i go i'm freaking out right now because it's our first time performing it she goes what i go i can't i'm literally she keeps talking to me and i go i can't talk to you right now you know you told barbara streisand to zip it i'm about to perform i was like i can't talk i'm about to go up for the first time and i'm on a piano that's still like wood it's not even like painted or anything right Cut to the next <laughs> rehearsal. Kenny goes up to me and he goes, so we've changed your entrance. You're now walking through. Remember how I, I yeah. was? Yes. So that's why that happened because she, she was wanted like, nothing to I do was with making you. her more nervous. Also, she has a fear of forgetting the words. So we had like 30 teleprompters on the stage and a huge one in the well, back they, of the no, house. They had all those lead screens, those huge Right, but they also screens. had them at the... Oh, right, the, right, 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 yeah. Which she never needed. She had she, all these speeches. She knew every single word, every song, but it was more just like the security comfort. of having just the it. security. Yeah. And like she would have like every, there was like every swallow, um, but. Oh, yeah. That was Absolutely. on. The, it was crazy. It was distracting for us because we, we don't want to see it. Mm-hmm. Like we were like, get that away from me. Because it was so distracting to me to, you know, during our lines. Um I didn't know. So that it. happened. You, you didn't notice. Then, not on the floorboard. Oh my no, god! I, I, notice I always it. noticed it. I was like, yeah. um, but that's and you had to play Shirley MacLaine on top of it for just that performance. Yeah, just yeah, so that yeah. she had. We had something to play off of. Yeah. You have to check out Timeless if you can. Do you remember? Okay, so so then we finish rehearsing in L.A. and we go to Vegas to rehearse for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Which was brutal because I don't know if you've ever been to Vegas, but like, first of all, we're staying at the MGM Grand. It's pri- it's pre-remodeled, so it's still the Wizard of Oz theme. And every morning I woke up to the scarecrow staring at me. What? <laughs> yes, that was in my room. I don't know. Did you have a suite or something? No, I didn't have a suite. Okay. No, but one nice that. thing that they did do for me was they put a, I remember they put a Christmas tree in the, in my hotel room. Oh, that is nice. Yeah. yeah, I it was I was it was brutal for me to be in Vegas. When for- you guys performed in Vegas, I've heard this from other people who have gone to do shows there. Did you ever get what is known as like the Vegas throat? Like you just get so dry. Oh, because it's in the desert. Voice, yeah, basically. I don't remember that. Well, we didn't. We really, didn't sing. We didn't really sing. Lauren was, was the I only one. I heard a lot about the Vegas throat, but that's because I mean there was a whole team of people that I think their one job was to make sure I didn't fall or like lose my voice or you know everybody was making sure that i was safe at all times yeah i remember one time running through mgm grand like it was before a dress rehearsal or something and i was just like being a kid having fun and like all the stagehands were like rolling up all these like big carpets and i was leaping over them and i got stopped by like three security people and then uh barbara's manager comes over the director (laughs) comes over and they're like lauren (laughs) you can't run (laughs) like i couldn't I yeah. didn't have an understudy. It was yeah. like... That's, well, you did have they, an understudy. And then they got me an understudy. They got you an understudy. I should have never went running. Did she ever perform the understudy? I can't remember. 
no, they. I think they gave her a, a rehearsal or something. Yeah, they like did a, give her a, a dress rehearsal. rehearsal. Yeah. yeah, I remember that girl. Um, we had a, what was the best was remember the masseuse. <laughs> No? What? No. There was a masseuse that was there that was just there for Barbara, but she would come and rub our shoulders in the house. She didn't do that for you? No. And then what was the hairdresser's name? Um, Suki? Suki. Yes, I remember Suki. Yeah, she and she traveled us. And then like the florist, her gardener would travel with us as well because her dressing room had to be exactly the same no matter what venue we were at and all the flower all her roses it was like a white tent everything was white yeah and all her roses were imported from her garden and like if we were in australia they were coming whatever Mm -hmm. it was but here was the best part is that we do we get to vegas and we hear randy and i hear murmurs of them going to um doing more dates and going to australia but they hadn't asked Randy and I because in the whole time. <laughs> oh, now I remember this. You guys are like, are we going? Are we not going? I think, Lauren, I'm almost sure that you were scheduled to go. Really? Yeah. And here's why. Because I remember the, the situation. And this is why we love Marvin Hamlish so much. Is that the show was very expensive to produce. It's It was a beast. It was the biggest show that she had ever there done. There were 450 crew. Yeah, 450 crew, the biggest set she ever had. 75-piece orchestra. orchestra, her largest orchestra ever. The At that time, the largest LED, LED split screen oh, yeah. that's that? Ever, that was ever built. This First thing, time. This show was a beast. So it was very expensive. Um, so there's these rumors because we're like – about like other because other crew people they all travel with the show because they've done the show so they're talking about their passports in Australia and we're like why aren't they asking us <laughs> the fuck in Australia? we were worried we, we were, were panicked. so we're worried. like we're getting fired uh, well, that's it this is over it was it's nice over. You it was know, over yeah we're like whatever know. but we we sort of fell in love with everybody and we had such a blast you know and we wanted to go to Australia we wanted to go to Australia duh so I'm like fuck you know whatever um, so the whole the whole here we are, we're about to do the show in Vegas, like to turn the millennium to, to turn in, ring in 2000 on stage with Barbara Streisand. And all Randy and I could think about is like, are we going to go to Australia? (laughs) 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 So finally they go, do you guys have passports? And we're like, yes, we do. They're like, okay, just want to make sure just in case. I was like, okay, well, it turns out, what they had been discussing before and Marvin Hamlish changed their mind was originally they were going to bring Lauren with them and have two giant silhouettes of us. <laughs> I remember like black sh- Like that, those black silhouettes, you know, that, the, yeah. that would pop up on screen next to Lauren. Lauren would do the whole opening thing with these two silhouettes and use our recorded voices because we've been recording it every oh day. Oh, my God. And they were going to just do that to save money. For them, because remember, they didn't negotiate a tour. They negotiated show no, by one, show. Yeah. Yeah. So Marvin told them, you guys are idiots. <laughs> this is the great. These people are so much fun to work with. They're, um, they're great together. You have to bring them. And he. How did you find that out? Marvin that told that, me. Oh, cool. Yeah. I don't remember. And he's <laughs> the reason why we. Um, why we end up going to Australia. Bless his heart. The best. Uh, I also remember. um Oh shit! What was it? 
Well, anyways, do you, any stories from you on that opening night? I just remember, you know, the whole thing was being filmed for television. Remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah. At the, yeah, MGM. Show? Yeah. Yeah. The whole, at the whole, the entire uh, time we did it for the year, whether we were in New York or mm-hmm. in Australia, everything was being shot. Everything was for, being shot, but we were also shooting for a special. Yeah, for a special. For a yeah. Fox special. Yeah. And I remember when we were doing pickups, there was a conflict of interest with Kenny and Barbara because Barbara wants everything real and right. played for camera. And Kenny wanted everything big and played for stage. Correct. So she would always give us counterintuitive notes, be like, take it down a little bit, like just bring it more real, you know? Right. And Kenny would be like, you need to be bigger. So we would always be confused. We're like, which way do we go? Because they were taping all these shows. (laughs) I just remember. So, you know, when the millennium happened and, you know, there were thousands of balloons coming down. And the confetti. Confetti. Betty, it was just the most miraculous thing. You know, every star was in the audience. Everybody was there. I mean, I, I, I don't know if you remember that. They we met Elizabeth Taylor. Jack Nicholson. Met, yeah. uh, Tom I, Hanks. Hello. I mean, it was... Uh, John Travolta. Yep. Crazy. And Don the, Cheadle. All, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I love Don Cheadle. I love Don. Who doesn't? And I... And so the, all the balloons come down. And went, Happy New Year! And this the millennium is crazy in the band. And and I go over and I kiss Barbara. Oh yeah! Which was a mistake. Oh, that's right. It was a big mistake because I had red lipstick on, and she, and I made a big red <laughs> lipstick right. thing on her on cheek. Camera. And she looks at me and she goes. It's her <laughs> lipstick on my face. Oh yeah, <laughs> because she was so concerned because it wouldn't match when you right. know we were filming, and there was this big hunky, you know, thick lip <laughs> lipstick. And I went, uh, "No, it's okay, it's okay." And I'm starting to rub it off and make it worse. Oh God, I felt oh my God, so I remember bad. Because yeah, you, were, I was like, "That's it." And remember. Every time we do something, we're like, we're getting fired. We're definitely <laughs> we're getting, getting fired. Yes. <laughs> we're getting fired. And Lauren we had, had her job security. No, I don't know. No, I she, don't know about that. I was oh, nervous. Oh, you did. Oh, Lauren, yeah, you did. You had, There's only one Lauren. Here's, here's another thing. That, there are plenty of this us. Is, this is why I want to say Barbara was really sweet also, is that because Marty Hom, who, who was the tour manager, right. um, we became friends with him, whatever. When we originally started the Vegas show, they gave us one set of tour passes. It wasn't an all all access. It was an all access backstage, but it wasn't an all a- all all access pass. Then we got a call from Marty Hom saying, "I need you to come to the production office. I have to change your passes." And he said to us, "He goes, this is the first time that Barbara has ever requested the other talent to come into her dressing room and have access to it." So I'm giving you an all all access. He goes, she really likes you guys. So she's giving you, she wants you in her dressing room after the show, every show. So we were like, oh, I mean, I was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. So after every show, we would go into Barbara's dressing room. Yeah, that's where we hopnobbed with Barbara Walters. Yeah, we hopnobbed with everyone. Everybody. Everybody was there. So then. the biggest star that was, that you guys met after the show in the dressing room? I'd say Elizabeth Taylor. Elizabeth Taylor. Elizabeth Taylor. And so sweet. Wow. So, such she a said sweet. to me, 
I'll never forget this. It mm. made me feel so great. She yeah. goes, you are so funny. Yeah. I wish I was like you. That you could. And I went, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, That's Elizabeth amazing. Taylor for sure. Oh God, yeah, for sure. Everybody was so nice. But Dick so Van Dyke was there. huge too. Dick Van Dyke was there. Oh God, um, Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett. Amazing. Oh, I died. That's I right. died. Oh, Sidney uh, Poitier. Sidney Poitier. Um, uh, Don Cheadle, guys. Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. I don't Cheadle. remember. <laughs> I was the whole so- cast of Friends. Uh, not Friends. Uh, friends. Um, Where was no. I? No, not the cast of Friends. I'm sorry. The cast Will of, of Will, and Grace. Uh, Will and Grace. Will and Grace. Oh, my God. And they were missing. new and they were so yeah. big oh, they were, they were and, no, we're, and, so and we're going to get to Australia because we're going to get into the, um, <laughs> what's her name? Um, <laughs> speaking of Greece, um, Olivia Newton-John story because that's oh, hilarious. That's very oh, yeah. So did you get the clock? So many <laughs> stories. <laughs> We used to we used to look at our gift bags too, like for Christmas and stuff, because we had to rehearse during Christmas because of the, it was a New Year's show. So we'd look at our gift bags and stuff, yeah. and like, did you get the clock? Did you get the pen? Did you, like, compared to like, did you get a jacket? You know, whatever. So about we jackets. get to Australia. By the way, we're exhausted. Fifteen hour flight. Seventeen. Okay, sorry, seventeen hour flight. We get I to Sydney. Every we get to our room. Where are you performing in Sydney? We're play, performing Two at the football, football stadium. Yeah, we right? did Sydney and Melbourne, but we performed at the football stadium. So it's like this gigantic Huge. outdoor football stadium. And, and each night, it was two-night performances. Yes. And when we got to Melbourne... No, well, first let's stay with Sydney, because okay, when we okay. got to Sydney, in our rooms was a note from the director saying, we just got off a plane 17 hours overnight rehearsal in like two hours on the stage and we're like what the fuck has he lost his mind we've we're exhausted so then we went to go have breakfast right by the um opera house in sydney Uh knowing that we had to go to rehearsal and then we ended up having breakfast at the hotel that the director was staying at and he came in all bright-eyed and like rested with his satchel and he dropped it and he said isn't this magical and we're like fuck you dude we're, we're exhausted you know magical so anyways we ended up rehearsing word. whatever we do the show in sydney it's uh, l- listen sydney was amazing yeah. the, like i'd never had an experience like that in my life yeah. plus the butter is delicious oh we were crazy. We were dying from the butter. Yeah, the butter. I, 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 so the we get to we get to Sydney. We're doing the show. The people so in the second act of the show, I had come up in an elevator with the piano to play a waiter, where Barbara gets to give it back to me and tell me how I didn't make it in the business, right? So, <laughs> um, before that show started, we we're about to go on. And, you know, you hear the clock turning Mm because it's all about brother time and tapping. But at this point, we have a ballet dancer, like a Sydney, a famous Sydney ballet dancer. And the doors open. The light comes out. I walk out with my sheet music and I look down to see my the elevator, the piano (gasps) come up on the elevator. We're in front of a lot like stadium seating. 50,000 screaming audience. Right. (laughs) I look down and I see the tech look up at me and put his arms up and go, I don't know what happened. The elevator got stuck and my piano didn't come out. So Randy, the bitch that she is, 
I'm like, thank God I have improv skills because I'm like, I've got to improv this thing. Now, mind you, I'm not really playing the piano, okay? I'm faking the piano, but the orchestra behind me, the pianist, is playing the piano right. part. And it's you. all on cue. What did I do? I don't remember. Oh, you started laughing on stage at me, and I'm trying to I'm keep such it together because I have because I have no piano. And by the way, this music is like an accordion style. It's a huge amount of music. So I fold the music in half and start pretending to conduct because now I'm channeling Marvin Hamlet. Good call. Good call. So I start conducting Lauren, right? Yep. And then there's a moment where I Ugh. where I slam on the piano like that those like horrible angry chords and I slam down. But I have no piano slammed down, <laughs> so I know the timing of it because at this point we've done it so, so many, many times. times. I know exactly when oh. it happens, so I yell out, stop! <laughs> and it goes, kink, right? And then it's like, she, you know. I she, stopped singing. Right. Yeah. So oh, it, it all worked funny. out. It's intermission. Oh, no. <laughs> Kenny Ortega's like, great job. You saved the scene. That was awesome. We're all, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe that just happened to me. We're in Barbara's dressing room. Marty Ehrlichman, her manager, comes at me and starts yelling at me and goes, what were you drinking again? What were you doing out there? Oh, I remember. What were you doing out there? And Kenny was stopping going, Marty, he saved the scene. He saved it. He saved the scene. He goes, what are you doing? I go, and I go to Marty, are you watching the show? He goes, no, let me tell you what I do, kid. I walk around the stadium for sound. All I care about sound. And all I could hear was you making up lines. I go, I had to improv the scene, Marty, because I had no piano. Oh, there was no piano. Goodness. It didn't come up. He goes, oh, good job, kid. You know, it's like <laughs> the next morning, the next, the next morning, Barbara, she goes, I saw the tape. Uh -oh. Thank you so much. How did you know how to do that? And I go, do what? She goes, just to make that up and make it work. And I go, I'm I'm from an improv background. That's what I do. She's like, it was so great. Thank you. It was such a compliment. Like yeah. it was like the biggest yeah. compliment ever. Yeah. Then there was one night that Olivia Newton John <laughs> was coming to the show. Do you remember this, Lauren? Yeah, I mean, I remember seeing Olivia Newton John. Do you remember where she was sat? No. Not on the side that Barbara likes. You know. <laughs> That's so funny because somebody was telling that story, a friend of mine, the other day, and I went, that didn't happen. Oh, it happened. What happened? So we were. You must have told Bob Garrett because. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, no, because we that. were. At, it was in Sydney and we were at intermission again. Right. And Kenny goes Who's to no Barbara. One? Hold my mic. Kenny goes to Barbara. He goes, Livy's here. She's, Livy's here. And she goes, oh, great. Where is she sitting? Why are you doing? She goes, why are you doing this? He goes, because, you know, she's here. She goes, where is she sitting? You keep going this way. She goes, well, she's just left of center. <gasps> she goes, that's not, that's not where I, she was upset that that's where she was sitting because she likes everyone on the right side <laughs> because that's not her great side. That's so, I don't remember that, but I remember when Josh came to, uh, I mean, James, not Josh. <laughs> James came to rehearsal one day, and he sat down on the wrong side. And she said, nope, 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 nope. You got to sit over there. You got to sit over there. Right. So I know she was very self-conscious. She was self-conscious. Yeah. Well, I remember but when I her don't. assistant, when she was singing from the table in the audience at MGM, and her assistant was – because, by the way, she sings full voice at every rehearsal. Like, 
imagine having a barber concert every day for a year, pretty much. Yeah. Like every single day, you hear her sing these songs, these Side iconic note. songs. She asked me how I warmed up. Oh, that's the right. best story. Go ahead, yeah. Lauren. She she was like, uh, Lauren, come here, come here. I'm like, yeah. She's like, what? Are, what is that you're doing? I'm like, oh, just warming up. What do you mean you're warming up? I'm like, well, I'm. We're about to do the show. I'm just warming up my voice. Well, how do you do that? I'm like, uh, what do you mean? And I, like, I didn't even know that she would. She wouldn't warm up. So it's like, what is she asking me? And she's like, sing that thing. And I sang it, and she sang it back to me. I don't know, just like a scale or whatever. She's like, ah, oh, I never done that before. I'm like, what do you? Mean? <laughs> she's like, I never warm up. It's amazing. Why do you need to warm up? You just start singing. No, she's got. There's no. I've never. There's never. A, you can't explain the talent that she has. You just, it's unexplainable. It's ridiculous. It, it just is, comes out. It's truly. And then, you know, you're sitting there and, you, you know, your hair is standing up on your arm. And Every going, single how, time. How does that happen? Mm-hmm. It's I, a, such a true gift that comes from I don't know where because it, it's almost not coming out of her. It's from somewhere else. It's I mean, like every, transcendent. It's, it's effortless, too. Like, yeah, there, effortless. She never strains to hit anything. It's just mm-hmm. like, whoop, that fell out. Yeah, it was pretty. It amazing. was an, it was amazing, and then I remember in Melbourne, she brought us into her room to ask. Um, she brought us in her room to ask if we would extend, because she's like, they want me to do more shows. Would you, if I do them, will you guys come? Remember, we were yes, there? I do. Yeah. And I would be like, of course. And in my head, in my know me and Randy's head, we we're like going, they don't have a contract with us, so. <laughs> And we had favorite nations, so we we're like renegotiate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, which, which show did it rain you, in Australia? Melbourne, Sydney. No. No, no, Sydney. The second night in Sydney. You sure? I think it was Melbourne because I thought that's when you don't remember not wearing your wig. You now you remember it raining in Sydney <laughs> or Melbourne. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, don't you remember they had to give out uh, ponchos. 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 Well, that's what that was one of my favorite memories. Wasn't of that Australia. Melbourne? I don't know. No, I don't Sydney. remember. But it was 100% definitely it was wait, in a football stadium. What's her stadium. name? Who was who came to see it? Who you just mentioned? I Olivia Newton John. Yeah, she was. There. She was there when it rained. That's what it I thought you Sydney. were getting at with the Olivia. It was in Olivia Melbourne because I also remember when it, I don't know. I thought it was Melbourne when we got there and the, the first day, she was very unhappy with the sound, and they spent seven hundred grand to put curtains way way at the top of the stadium. So that it would absorb the sound because it was, it was too much reverb, out. right? Do you remember? Yeah. yeah, I do. Wasn't that Melbourne? I think that was Melbourne. Do you remember when we were rehearsing on stage? I think it was Sydney. It was in the afternoon. We were rehearsing on stage. And remember, it's a 75-piece orchestra. Someone went to the bathroom. Her, the orchestra's behind her. She stopped in the middle of the song and goes, Hold on, something's not right. I'm missing an instrument. And it was the concertmaster, Ralph, mm-hmm. who went to go to the restroom. He's one of the head violin. Right, right. She, not looking, she knew by ear that oh, yeah. something was missing. Ralph, it was, incredibly was he the guy that looked like hearing. Jesus? And he's on, the, he's like on the side of the five freeway now? Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. He's like a huge. Yeah, he plays for the Philharmonic. Yeah, he plays for the Philharmonic. The Philharmonic. Yeah. Every, I, whenever yeah. I drive past him, I'm like, hey, yeah. guy. Remember in Mel- Melbourne, we went to the. Uh, <laughs> we got lost. No, but we, we took went, a hike. <laughs> we went shopping and you bought this. This is one of my favorite. Are, are you the jean jacket story? 
No, what's that's the one of my jacket? favorite oh, stories with, with of one of your Kenny antics on tour. When, when he buys yeah. the jacket and then we pretend that you we bought were the like, same exact jacket. We were all jacket. shopping and we were spending all this tour money because we're like, we're in Sydney, wherever we were. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Kenny Ortega comes out of one of these stores with very a, chic. a jean jacket with these cuffs like up to his elbows, and it was like very fashion forward or something. <laughs> and and you saw it, and you were like, "Oh God, no! I have to do something." And you went into one of the shops, and didn't you give them your wallet or something for collateral? And you were like, "Hold on, I need to borrow this jacket. I'm doing a bit. I need to make, make fun of our director." You don't remember Forgot that? that? Yeah. Do you remember it now? Yeah. You pretended that you brought the yep. same jacket. So he he they let him walk out of this store with this I don't know four hundred dollar denim At jacket least. or something. And he walks into the restaurant where we're all eating, and he's like, oh, look at this jacket. This is a fabulous jacket. I just bought this jacket. This Kenny and Kenny's like, almost. that's my jacket. I just bought that jacket. <laughs> you don't remember that? No, but I'm genius. You I have a photo of it. I have a photo. You have a photo of it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, we have to see it. Oh, my it's, God. It's you and him together. My mom sent it to me. Because okay. we used to play jokes on one oh, another. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, remember? Okay. The hotel room. Okay. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> <They're> co- <laughs> what was it that they were paying for all my phone incidentals? Yes. yes. You pretended they pretending were. They were you like, go, aren't they paying for your phone and your incidentals? <laughs> and I go, no. <laughs> and he goes, I, well, I'm getting that. And then I, yeah, you were pissed. <laughs> oh, I was so angry. You were pissed. And, and then, then I also they, told you that you I upgraded me into you a suite. upgraded to a suite. And I go, what? Because <laughs> <laughs> you were constantly doing you We know, were jokes playing on pranks people. on each other so much. There was one time I got a call mm-hmm. from Randy in the morning. We're in Melbourne. I'll never forget this. I don't know if I remember. You're screaming at the top of your lungs. Oh. <laughs> screaming at the top of your no, lungs. it was in Las Vegas. No, All it right. was in Melbourne. Okay, what was whatever. she screaming? She brushed her teeth with preparation H. No. <laughs> no, you she didn't. She thought it was the toothpaste, and she brushed her teeth with preparation so, so H. Thought, Good God. So I thought, oh my God, my gums and my teeth are going to be shrinking. <laughs> I go, hell, what am I going to do? You got to come up here now. I'm like, what's wrong? She goes, I brushed my teeth with preparation H. (laughs) And I brought the preparation H. At that time, I was only 50 because someone told me they were good for under Under your your eyes, eyes, your bags, you know. So I don't know. I was in the morning and I reached over and I started. And I was so panicked. I thought. I'm in trouble. Oh, God. Oh, we, we had, had some so, good times. We had crazy, Yeah, crazy but your teeth time. look so young now. <laughs> so then we ended up extending. We do Staples Center in Los Angeles, and then we close a show in Madison Square Gardens. Now, at this point, Richard J. Alexander has taken over the tour. Right. And he's made just a few changes. Um, And then I get a call. I would get a call. Like, for instance, like, she, it was during the election, so she wanted to do some political bits. So I would get like a call from the assistant saying, hey, Barbara wants to change some lines. Can you rehearse with her over the phone before the show tonight? Like it would literally be like that last minute. I'm like, sure, no problem. She, she said, okay, be in your room at 3 o'clock, and, we'll, and I'll have her call. So she called my room. We'd rehearse the scene, and she'd be like, are you okay with this? I'm like, great. She goes, you're going to be fine. I don't need to go over it again. I'm like, no, you're fine. Don't worry about it. So we do, you know, it was fine. Well, one day they call and said, Barbara would like to talk to you at like two o'clock, be in your room. Blah, blah. I was like, okay. She goes, hey, Alec, my friend Donna Karen 
which, by the way, we're getting the Donna Karen story because it's really funny. Oh, yeah. I have photos of that, too. My friend Donna Karen is having a Rosh Hashanah dinner <laughs> on a yacht, and we're going to travel around New York City. No, we're going to go was around it? the Statue of uh, Liberty, Liberty yeah. with fireworks. I thought it was her husband's birthday. Because it was her it, husband's birthday. It was her husband's birthday. And... They designed all these fireworks on the island right. of the Statue of Liberty, and we got on this huge yacht, sat down with 25 people to have dinner. Barbara Walters was there. Barbara, Barbara Walters, Walters was, was there. there. And I was wearing a uh, we stupid go... hat. What? I had a stupid hat on. You had a stupid I had hat? A stupid well, I remember going, on. because I know that Barbara thought I was Jewish, because... Right, Alec Led oh, oh, oh. is Alec Ledowitz. <laughs> it comes back. That's what's you. Ha- you know. Oh, no. Right. This is where it comes back. So here I am going to my first Rosh Hashanah dinner, <laughs> and I'm looking at Randy going, "What the fuck is Rosh Hashanah?" <laughs> and I probably said, "I don't fucking know either." No, and I'm Jewish. No, you know what you said to me? <laughs> Just say that you love the Kugel. Uh, <laughs> that's what she said. I did. Yeah, that's what you told me. <laughs> that's hilarious. That so we hilarious. go, it's and Kugel. I'm like, so it's Marvin Hamlish. Kugel, yeah. whatever. <laughs> so Marvin Hamlich is like conducting this sh- small band on this yacht. We end up going for fireworks up on the roof of the yacht. It was it was insane. It I was think insane. they were playing Tchaikovsky or something as the fireworks. No, they went were playing off. the Timeless album. They were. Yes, I don't remember that. But they okay. were playing the Timeless and album. So anyway, we go around this incredible Statue of Liberty. We're so close, and these incredible fireworks were going off. And Marvin Hamlish, and it was spectacular. And I'm standing next to Donna Karen Mm -hmm. and Barbara, and I hear Donna say, what did you think, Barbara? And Barbara said, it was too loud. (laughs) (laughs) No, because acute hearing, I mean, it was too much. Yeah, probably. probably, She doesn't ever want to, like, destroy her hearing but it was remember when the the whole competition between barbara and marty on us attending parties no so marty was like uh, Mm -hmm. marty ehrlichman became he he started liking me a lot because i would like hang out and have scotches with him or whatever in the hotel bars and his wife is a sweetheart his son his son was amazing and he worked on the tour yeah and um so he's like he goes, Alec, I want you to come to my part. We're having a party in my suite tonight. I want you to come, make sure you come. Because I was like the life of the party wherever we went. Everybody loved you. Everyone loved me. But it's not true. It Everybody true. loved you. So I'm like, oh, Marty, I'd love to come. But Barbara invited us to her suite. And we're in Melbourne at that casino. And I go, Barbara invited us to her suite. He goes, oh, forget that party. My party is going to be so much better. Come to my... So I turn to the thing. I'm like, what do I fucking do? I, got, I can't miss Barbara's. Look at the baby. Oh, hi, sweetheart. Oh, this is Georgia. So I go, all right. Georgia. So we go up to Marty's party and I was like going to... then, And then we went to Barbara's party and then Barbara opened the door. Remember, Randy? Yes. She opened the door and she goes, so what do you think? Well, you don't... You, you didn't build it upright. This was the... Top floor of, of the entire, entire casino. It was like, I mean, not the casino, the hotel. They well, had yeah, like, I hotel. think it was like fifteen thousand square feet. Easy, yeah. There's you would two need dining rooms. roller skates. Even she yeah. said to get from one end of the butler the room. Whole bit. I mean, it was unbelievable. So Barbara opens the door. Do you and, remember what I did? And Randy says, "She goes." Barbara says to I us, "So a, what do you think?" 
and I take a puff, a pretend puff of a cigarette, and I went, what a dump. (laughs) (laughs) So then we look across the room, and in the living room, on the couch, in a sari, barefoot, with one leg up, is Donna Karen. I don't remember She's wearing full sari, and I'm like, holy shit, what is happening right now? And I remember saying, she's, I sat next to her and she said to me, she goes, you remind me of a, a young Marvin Hamlish and Jason, her Interesting. son. Yeah. yeah. And that's when you realize, there you go. Uh-huh. <laughs> there you go. Yep. Oh, my God. We had yeah, so much fun. Yeah, it was amazing. It was depressing at the end. Remember uh, when we were filming... And I want to say it was probably in Vegas, and I had stockings on, and this is the 1940s. And oh, that's in the 1940s, right. you had a seam in the back of your stocking. Right. right. Well, things were so chaotic getting the show together the first time we did it. You know, costumes and people running around and craziness. I had a run in my stocking, and I said, you know, to the costumer, I said, I think you got to get me another pair because I have a run in this. We, we don't have time. We don't have money. We, we can't. We can't. So I put on regular stockings without a seam. We come on stage to rehearse, and this is how specific perfectionism, everything about her. She looks at my legs. I turn around, and she says, what's going on? There's no seam in your stocking. And I went, well, Barbara, you know, we didn't have time. And she ran and she got an eyebrow pencil. We, we drew it on. I was, And yeah. she drew the line on the back <laughs> of my stocking. Too, yeah. She was so angry with me. She was like, you're an actor. Your you call yourself yeah. an actress? Yeah, I remember that. Oh, and I felt so bad. It's crazy. Do you remember uh, the wig moment when we were in overtime and she was brushing your wig? Oh, yeah. <laughs> She was Why brushing, was she brushing your wig? Well, because they were in her when I first room. got the wig, it had to look exactly like her mother. And it had too many curls, and her mother didn't have that kind of hair. So in her dressing room, she says, wait, wait, sit down, sit down. And she got a brush, and she started to design, you know, <laughs> my hair, my, my wig. And one of, uh, I, I don't know, it was Marty or someone came in and just said, Barbara, you, you, come on. It's... Do you realize how much money we're spending for the 75-piece orchestra? It's 10 grand a half an hour. <laughs> yeah. And you're brushing her hair? Barbara, come on, let's go. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it yeah, was Yeah, because we were in nuts. overtime with the orchestra. It was nuts. Oh, 10 grand an hour that. for that 75. Maybe it was more than that. I don't know. But I remember that just getting. It was so interesting. There were so many dynamics to the whole experience. that James was amazing. The whole thing was just like, it was so surreal. Like, I could I couldn't believe at 28 years old, I was like on a tour that people would like... You were 28? I was 28. That I was like on that... You guys had such a... Like, you really did have a different experience than I did. Oh, I mean, yeah. it, like, you know... Well, you were what? You were baby 14? 16, right? 15? I was 13 to 15 over the whole course yeah, of everything. baby. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're... So, hey, let me ask so you something. Uh, with the orchestra, didn't they have somebody from Chicago on there, the, the band Chicago? No, they had the drummer from Shaka Khan, J.R. Okay. Yeah, J.R. 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 But didn't Robinson? they have a horn player that was... They had a horn player that your Gary, dad... Gary Grant. 
Right. Yeah. There, so, wasn't he on? Wasn't he at some point he in was, Chicago? I think you're right. Or no, he was in the band. No, blood, he was. No, in no, the, no, no, no. You're talking about Lou Soloff, who was Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Lou. Lou. That's Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Yeah. I love Lou. Lou. Lou was became, he an original from Blood, Sweat? Yeah. He, Lou became a really good Tell friend me his last of mine. Soloff. Soloff. He, he became. Away. Yeah. Did he, became, he? Yeah. Oh, he was such a nice yeah. guy. Um, God, he became a good friend of my family because my dad's a trumpet player, so right. they bonded. And like as a daughter, that was such a cool moment for me because I don't remember if it was MGM or I think no, it was Madison Square Garden. Gary and Lou let my dad sit in the like in the trumpet section when we were in between like rehearsals and stage stuff. And my and he, they, my dad got to like play his horn and hear it in I that stadium, that. and it was I just yeah. Made me cry. Yeah. yeah, I remember. A that. lot of people Your cried. Dad My dad was so over the first moon. Thing, he was gorgeous. Do you remember? More that? importantly, so do you remember? <laughs> more importantly, do you remember the shawl? Oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> Let's talk about the real stuff. <laughs> you went. Shawl. We went shopping, that and I made Randy pretty. buy this like shawl. Accordion shawl. It's an accordion shawl. But do you remember that store units? <laughs> In the 80s, there was a store called Units where you could oh. buy one piece. It could be a skirt, oh, right, a top, right, 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 a dress. Right. It could be what it was like. Good and this God. shawl did the same thing. And I made her buy it. I had a little blue matching one. feet of an accordion gray. <laughs> we have a picture of it. Do you still shit. have it? I, of course. I was going to bring it and I forgot. Oh, no. So, okay. I want to get to what... Uh, Listen, we had an amazing time with. I wish we, we could like, really reunite. Did. In the you know what? Like, it, I would love to do that show again. It was so much fun. And just... The people, it was just a great chemistry, and we, it was the best. Did so I thought that was life's going to be like that from I then thought, on. I thought for sure. <laughs> Staying yeah, you're telling me. <laughs> Here's the best part is after that show, I would get called in to audition just because they wanted to hear Barbara stories. Yeah. So literally, I would remember going to an audition, not even write for half the roles. I'm like, okay, but like big parts and whatever. And they're like, okay, great. You want to read it? And I'm reading it. Okay, sit down. And I go, okay. Like, so tell us about Barbara. No, tell they, us about really? Barbara. 100%. Half my auditions were that. Tell us about Barbara. Go, Me too. I'm like, what do you mean? She's. Like, they're like, we're dying to know how it, what, what it was like. And I'm just like, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I go, it was amazing. They're like, but no, like what, like, what was she like? I go, she was amazing. Yeah. 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 Whole, yeah, people I, keep asking. They're not satisfied with she's amazing. No, they want to like, know no, stories. Really, I go, they well, really well, first of all, know I can't tell you. Second of all, it's not. Who the human being yeah. is, you yeah. know. Yeah. And, there's a fascination yeah. with celebrity, you know, and after this town. After the show, Randy, you, you, this is where I went. I have beef with you, Laura. What? What did I do? Because I, I think you made the biggest mistake of your life. Oh God! Because you tell me now. Well, no, I tried telling you because instead of like doing what the natural progression of your career should have been, you should have, uh, in my opinion, uh-huh. I was like, this girl should go straight to Broadway and build a career on Broadway and start doing that and then move on. Instead, you try to do an album. You were trying to become a recording star right after at thirteen. There's well, the, yeah. There's a lot to that, but I, I want to know what you, how you think I screwed my life up. I didn't say you screwed your life up. Let's get I think, to that. I think you, your career could have taken a different progression, in the sense that coming off a of Barbara Streisand tour, being your age, playing Barbara, like the natural progression was for you to go to New York. I think, especially with your pipes. The way you the way you yeah. sing is unreal. I mean, you sound. But I'm not a dancer. Doesn't matter. I wasn't a dancer, and I did a lot. No. That's how I you would have been a star on Broadway, hundred yeah. percent. Well, yeah. I got the Disney Channel show immediately after the even Stevens. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But you didn't shoot on on off season. You should have done summer in New York. Right. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. 
It, listen, I wanted I, to manage her so bad. Like I, you should have. Control. I needed someone. Are you I kidding was like, me? Oh, she should. I be needed doing someone. This. I had. I mean, think about with Shia. Yeah. Which I want to get into that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it was an incredible opportunity, and it was my first big gig. I mean, you know, the biggest that I've ever had. So you can imagine after that, I had my own little like. Streisand press tour where that's all, all anybody wanted to talk to me about it. Like, like you said, they right. just want to hear the stories and whatnot. Um, and then along with it came, a, you know, some sort of idea of who I should be as an artist too. And so like when I, I could have done certain music things, but I didn't want to sing those songs. I didn't want to do that kind of music. So I was like, I'm going to write my own and I'm an artist. And so I did that thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. So then, even Stevens happens. Even How many Stevens. seasons did you do? That was I was I came in on the last episode of the first season, so I basically did, yeah, three seasons. And yeah. how was Shia at that time? Hilarious. He still was is. more on. Yeah, you still talk to him? Oh no, I mean like, oh. no, I mean if when I see people from the show, it's like seeing people you went to high school with, right? You know? No, but we don't hang out or anything, right? And then Randy went on to do a lot of guest star stuff, commercials, and you happened to. Do Mad Men, which got you a nomination for an Emmy, but you lost. Oh, I lost. <laughs> who are you up but against? I, felt do- like I won. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I always forget her name? Like everything else, she was on Grey's Anatomy, African American. Uh, she played a woman. Oh, Audra had... McDonald? No, 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 no. Three names. She was fabulous. Uh, Stephen, but- can you check? Are you Googling? Yeah, I can't remember her name. She, was, our, on, she was on Grey. She he's won. A it was 2011 Emmy nomination. But, you know, I felt so lucky to get an Emmy nomination when I literally had 36 lines in six episodes. That's that crazy. It. Is that crazy? And they submitted it, right? Yeah. I didn't. I mean, I didn't have anything to do with it. So I, I just felt so fortunate at this point in my career uh, that, you know, I, I could take part in the whole Emmy, you know. Well, not only that, but uh, you also got to go, and this is my favorite part of your yeah. career, is that you got to go send the audience of Dancing with the Stars to support Ralph Macchio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the highlight of my career. Yeah, maybe. So you were, because you played Ralph Macchio's mom in right. Karate Kid. Right, right. And that movie is like... Classic. Cl- I it's, mean, it's absolutely... You know, watched and it the other day. When I, when I read the script, this is like 1983, I just remember so distinctly the things I do remember. I was in my bed, I read the script, I closed and I go, what a gem. And that's all. I never thought, you know, I said an incredible part for an Asian man. But I said, what a little gem. They just, you don't, sit, you know, read those kind of things. Right. And mm-hmm. then, you know, the rest is history. But uh, he's a great guy. I tell people I worked with Barbara Streisand and I tell people I worked with Daniel's mom. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's equally impressed. I know. Well, I know. it took me forever. Like, because at the time you had short hair and you had... Um, I had no hair. Wait, it was right. short. Listen, All right. It was really okay. short. And, and so I didn't, you weren't recognized. Like I knew, I knew you from something, but I was like, how do I know her? Mm-hmm. And it was, this was also, it's the, a voice. this was also the time where yeah. like there was no Google. We had those brick phones. Like I had that, oh I, had God, this, I had this brick, had that gigantic brick. brick phone. I used to make fun of you. Yeah, all I the know. Like, Jesus the, Christ. The, She'd the walk around with The phone was it. the size of a brick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Hello. So I, you know, you don't like. I couldn't Google Randy Heller and like who the hell is Randy. Right, yeah. I was like, and it just that's when you we, had to ask people. Yeah, and as it like rehearsals started, we were like, holy shit! And I got really close to your mom. God rest her soul. Yeah, she adored you. Um, she, her mom used to come like she'd visit us in Vegas, and she'd wrap everything in tissue paper <laughs> when she packed. <laughs> Like she's old school, <laughs> old and her school, mom baby. is a party animal. Let me tell you, oh, she, she is something. a hoot. And then you have two daughters. I have two daughters, amazing. and now I have two grandchildren who I know. are my life and joy. And and your youngest daughter was fifteen, I think, at the time. No, they were the same. No, more, yeah, the same Cody age. and I were the same oh. age. They're the same. And age. now she's like. And now uh, she just sold her series to. She's TBS. a writer. Yeah, I mean, just runs in the family. Successful. You're remarried I'm to remarried. someone that Christine. Worked with on Step by Step, Bob. Bob. Yes, my husband, Bob Griffard. Yeah. How do you say his last name? Griffard. It's not Grifford? Well, that's what people call it, but it's really pronounced Griffard. Are you officially Randy Heller Griffard? No, I'm just my old name, Randy Heller. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a prenup? <laughs> it's a prenup nup. No, I don't. No, there's no problem. <laughs> yeah, so. We've, we we barely see each I barely see Lauren. Yeah. What are you doing now? Um, I did the comedy thing for a long time. That's what I've been doing in recent years. Um, sketch comedy, producing my own content, that kind of stuff. I write as well, so write features and pilots and things like that that get shopped in. Um, but then I also produce the only all-female comedy fest in L.A. called Funny Women Fest. Where is that? Uh, we started out at iOS for the first two years, and then we went out on our own and did took over the streets of Highland Park, which was really I live cool. in Highland Park. No, you don't. I swear to God. I'm I live in right off York. Huh? I'm in Altadena. Oh, we're, we're neighbors. neighbors. What the hell? Yeah, I live right off York. You guys, I can also go to bars now, so. <laughs> I know, I forget. I'm <laughs> still looking at you like you're 15. <laughs> Let's go How right old now. are you? I'm 32, baby. God. <laughs> Do you know Nicole Schreiber? No, should I? Isn't she a part of that women's fest who stand up? She might up? have performed. Oh, I thought... It's That's it's all forms of comedy. It's stand up, improv, sketch. When um, is it? It's in the winter. It's usually the last weekend of uh, November, first weekend of, or first week of December. All right. What's your worst date ever, Lauren? Worst date? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't. Yeah. Oh God. Like, can I think about it? Yeah. Worst vacation. Worst vacation. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's vacation, but when I had a band, we toured and we stayed at a quality inn and it wasn't so quality. We had bed bugs. Ooh. So that's a bad time. You carried them with you on the tour? No, I, we, we got there, we checked in and then some of us went to check out other bands and our drummer was the only one that decided to, she wanted to take a nap and we get back to the hotel room and she's like, we can't stay here. <laughs> so <laughs> she got the bed bugs. Yeah, that sucked. I know. No, because I can't think about it. He's like, ah! It's weird (laughs) to see. Worst date. Yeah. I know you had them because you're. I mean, I remember being on a date once with a guy that I met online, and he waited until the very end after, like, we shared stories and, you know, like, you know, date conversation. Mm. And then he, and then he told me that he only wanted to meet me because he used to watch Even Stevens. Oh, how funny. And I was like... That's nice, though. It's (laughs) terrible. (laughs) At our age, you're like, that sounds nice. That's okay. (laughs) It was humiliating. Whatever. really? Are you still still singing? Singing uh, for fun, yeah. 
writing music as a passion, not as like a career. Did you end up doing the Lemiz thing with Richard J? No. Me neither. Was I supposed to? You remember we auditioned for that Hollywood Bowl Lemiz? Oh yeah. Did you do that? No, I didn't do that. You didn't I did. Either of us. <laughs> I did. It was after the Streisand thing that I did. Yeah. I did a couple of dates with Marvin at the Pop Symphony Orchestra and Kennedy Center, and then I did Hollywood Bowl two times after that. But it wasn't Les Mis, and it wasn't Richard J. It was just Sorry. singing. Randy, what do you have coming up? Uh, a nap. No. <laughs> a nap? A nap. No. Um, what do I have coming up? Nothing right now. You have a movie. It's, well, the movie, yeah, A Crooked Somebody. With uh, Richard Somers, who I did Mad Men with, and uh, Collins, uh, Clifford Collins. Clifford Collins, yeah. And uh, Joanne Froggatt. Nice. Oh, wow. Oh, she's just wonderful. It was so much fun. Had a What's blast. it called again? It's called A Crooked Somebody. And then, you have anything to promote, Lauren? Uh, I was in a faith-based movie that's, I think, coming out in February. <laughs> about Jesus? Yeah. Well, faith. It was about faith. Um, Are you born again? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. But are you, are you a no. practicing Catholic? I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm a spiritual person. Do you okay. take the No, because I remember your mom used to go to church. My parents are Catholic, yes. Yeah. And because, you know, they lived with me for a while. Yes. I remember you yeah. took them in, like yeah. homeless people. Yeah, yeah we yeah, were homeless. They were orphans. Well, we were orphans. <laughs> it was so cute. I said, yeah, come on. Come on over. Santa Monica. I loved love your it. house. And you used to sleep on the couch. Oh, yeah. Oh, so cute. We had our, that I was think I experienced house. my first earthquake in, in your house. Oh, that was 1994? No. No, no it was no, after, after that. No, I mean, it wasn't even a real earthquake. It was just like a little rumble. But to me, it was huge. It's yeah. a faith-based film. It was, it's a faith-based film that's called One Nation Under God. It stars. Sounds very Republican. You guys know Hercules? <laughs> Kevin Sorbo? Oh, yeah. Yep. He's in it. And Antonio Sabato Jr.? Oh, who's running for Congress, I hear. Right? <laughs> he is? Uh, and yeah, I shot it in Louisiana. It was so much fun. And I was like a comic relief, uh, alongside my new friend, Rob Belushi. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. You're what? like, oh, okay. Wait, no. When, when is, where, where is, how do we find this? Um, um, I don't know. It's Bible.com. What? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, it's like, it'll be released somewhere. I don't, I'm not sure where they're. Yeah. We'll find it for us. I will. It's being edited. Right, what, I can I tell you right now. I think we should go to Barbara Streisand's house. I agree. We have and the address. And we should knock on the door. I and know where she lives now. Yeah. And say, come on. Let's do another swan song. <laughs> Let's all like just go, <laughs> One more the, more One more. <laughs> the more I live. The more I live. The more I live. I can't do it. Um, all right. How do we find you social media, Lauren? Me? I Just at Lauren Frost. That's me. On Instagram and? Yep. Instagram. Twitter, I think it's at Lauren underscore Frost, but I don't really tweet. I love Instagram. Well, you can tweet with us. Okay. I do Instagram, but I can't remember the name. Randy Heller. My kids set it up for me. Well, okay, we'll look you up, Randy and, Heller. Uh, I'm on Facebook, but I never go on there. Fuck. <laughs> Just find her at, her, at Barbara Streisand. Right. I want to get off the grid, kids. <laughs> I want to thank you guys for coming. I'm Allah Khaled, and you can find me at Alec Led, Christine Lakin. You can find at Yo Lakin. And Stephen Ray Morris. Stephen, do you have any questions for these ladies before we go? No, I'm just in awe of the this story. This it's whole great, it's crazy, right? Yeah, it's I surreal. don't. It feels like a. 
it feel it feels just like this little time capsule almost. Yeah, that's it's a great a way timeless to describe time it. capsule. Yeah. It is timeless. Time it's so capsule. timeless. You can find timeless. I'm sure on the tube. Uh, it's yeah. on YouTube. There's yeah. bits of it. Yeah. Yeah. We do the opening. Look for the opening. That's our big number. All right, and you can find Stephen Ray Morris at Stephen Ray Morris. Thank you. If you have any comments or questions, you can feel free to email us at worsteverpodcast at gmail. Thanks again. Talk to you soon. Thank you for having us. It was so fun. Thank you so much. Bye, bitches. 